Hello and welcome to Pod for Norga, the official <laughs> podcast of of all Norwegian television and film. I'm Jack. I am here with Guru, mm-hmm. and over in America is Kevin and John, and we are all together virtually <laughs> in Edissa Corona Theater. Yeah, in these Corona times. In these Corona times. Um, Yes, yeah, so types. so uh, yeah. Guru and I live together and are obviously recording together now. But uh, John and Kevin, you guys are separated. How does it feel? Yeah, I miss you, John. Sad. It's very very sad. It's not the same. No. I'm in my closet. Yeah. Uh, and John has uh, escaped to the mountains. I'm in the but mountains. wait, uh, Kevin, Kevin, in an my closed location. Kevin, my understanding is that you you're not in the closet to record. You've just been huddled in the closet ever since all of this pandemic has, has broken Correct. out. Yes. Okay. Correct. So it's, I'm just glad Correct. you brought yes. your no, equipment. That, that is, I have, I have actually uh, sat in a chair now for the first time in month and a half or so. Um, usually I've been curled on the feet in the fetal position on the floor of, of my closet. So it's. Um, yeah, it's been great. It's been wild. <laughs> Got so much done. Start started a podcast. <laughs> wait, another another podcast? Another? Wait, you're cheating on us with another uh, podcast? Well, no, no, it's not like that. No, I have not started another podcast. I have I have started. Uh, reco- I did get a new microphone and a, a handy a, a Zoom H5 uh, recorder, um, and I'm doing some voiceover stuff. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, so yeah. let's. Uh, yeah, I'm looking that's, forward that's to hearing how your I am, uh, I am your microphone from, sounds better, the... and we'll see that. Yeah, yeah. The old, I'm recording now through the Zoom because the mic is. Anyway, wait. Are you saying? Uh, are good. you are you recording through a a Zoom like the old Microsoft? The uh, yes, yes, a Zoom. A Zoom um, <laughs> from, from the I, early aughts. I. I had to take off my uh, now. That's what I call music. Uh, five through twenty-seven from the Zoom in order to upload this audio, but it's a uh, it was it was a sacrifice I was willing to make. This podcast is going exactly how I envisioned it would go. Yeah. <laughs> Guru, off the rails. Guru, do you know what a Zoom is? Did that make I it have, to Norway? I have no earthly idea. Oh God! You do you know what I'm missing? Okay. Do you know, wait, is it the equivalent of an iPod or the equivalent of a Palm Pilot? I don't remember, actually. iPod. iPod, okay. It's like it's an iPod. MP, it was an MP3 player. Okay. It yeah. was Microsoft's response to the iPod. Ooh, did not, that's ugly. Did not I win. I just Googled it. Yeah, it did not win. But no, I'm recording on a Zoom, ah. like the meeting software. Yes. That we've all become intimately or aware of. Go. Yes. I think they started this whole thing because it is the company that is making the most money. Let's talk more about the conspiracy theories. <laughs> Before the, the Zoom the legal team cast. gets in touch with us. Yeah. At, at podfornorga <laughs> at Love gmail.com. You, Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. What, uh, what, what are we covering today? We're covering uh, the 2012 film Kontiki, directed by mm. Joachim Renning. Who we also know from directing Max Manus. Hey. So we're uh, we're on a roll with yep. him lately. Yes. Um, I I yeah yeah. Uh, there's one question I need to start off with you guys. Um, uh, what language did you watch this movie in? English. English. Uh, 
it was in Norwegian to me, understandably. So uh, I watched it on the Norwegian Netflix, um, and there were no English subtitles. <laughs> oh no! So I watched. Oh bother! I watched this entire movie <laughs> without any English subtitles. So my How has your Norwegian gotten? Um, I can count and order soup. So um, it was. It was not great. <laughs> So, so, so you're integrating with the culture seamlessly. Yes, obviously, is what you're telling us. <laughs> well, tomato one hamburger with fries, please. An important part of this movie, so you know. Oh, we're gonna get into that. Um, so I, yeah, so oh, I, I was not aware that. So this film was shot simultaneously in English and Norwegian, and then they made two cuts of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that that is insane. So, so what was it Apparently like? it was a nice english movie i don't know yeah it was great everyone was speaking english you could understand every everything how, how were their accents um, i would be really interested interested to see their accents were uh, understandable yeah i mean mm-hmm. they they definitely sounded yeah yeah i mean it was like norwegian oh, yeah. people speaking english so their yeah, grammar exactly. was probably better than ours but and they had slight <laughs> norwegian accents huh. so they what was this story about clearly there's great diction um, so it was a story about uh, this washed-up basketball player. Or, uh, he he was a great basketball player at one point, and then started to try to do like go into baseball, yeah. and then wound up um, on a golf course and got sucked into a Tooney uh, Tunes uh, land. <laughs> into into yeah. Tune Land, yes, into Tune Land. Um, that's the movie we watch, right? Yeah, that's that's, um... that's it. Wait, I, I do want to say one thing that's though. Tiki. So um, I watched the whole movie, obviously. Got to the end, and yeah. uh, not to spoil the ending, but he, uh, 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 Liv kind of dumps t- Thor in oh. the letter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. I did not get that when I watched it. I thought, like, I was like, oh, this is a nice love letter. I'm sure everything is going great here. Yeah, wait, I, didn't, I didn't get that either. I, is that? I, oh, yeah. I, they, I, di- I didn't see a letter. I think I saw. What? I remember briefly. Hang on. I remember briefly Maybe seeing I just, a letter. You... I just don't. That didn't clock. I didn't clock that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did he read the letter? Did he read the letter out loud? And it and it was in her voice, and it like cut back and forth. Maybe. Maybe. Oh my god! Ah! This is so crazy. We I, two so, so he, wait, wait, wait. Here's here's where uh, the movie ends with him on spoiler. Um, where they wind up. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no, uh, nothing after that. They just cut to, you know, they're just like, yeah, on the beach. I did it. And then they cut to, where are they now? Or like, what happened? Oh, then yeah. we saw something different. Yeah. No, but it, that's pretty much. I think you saw a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Mine yeah. did not have the Monstars at the end. With the... <laughs> Well, it, well, then, yeah, we watch different movies. Yeah, no, ours ours does end. I'm, I'm, I'm recapping it now. Ours ends, they land on that, like, coral reef atoll, yes. and they're mm-hmm. carrying stuff ashore, and yeah. there's dramatic music in the background as they're kind of happy on the beach, and then it cuts to documentary uh, or whatever. Clips. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you uh, they, they hung out, in the ours, they hung out on the beach a bit at the end. Well, did you see them, like, dancing with the locals? Well, yeah. No, there are no locals. Oh my god! <laughs> we, we saw, yeah, 
we saw them dancing with the locals in their like oh, yeah in their flashback. Where, uh, what what happened to them after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. B-roll. We're here. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. Have but we didn't see any. All right, we're gonna need it. So yeah. this is actually very interesting. We'll have to try to identify the different points that uh, between the English language and the Norwegian cut. But um, aside from right, that, right. do you guys want to uh, just give some overall thoughts on what you thought of the movie? How did you guys uh, did you like it? Find it a snooze fest? What'd you overall think? How about how about you, Kevin? I really enjoyed it. I, I did not think it was a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was really interesting. All the the kind of the 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 themes that we've been talking about, like the the nationalist pride, and I guess that's just this director, and and mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't extrapolate that to all of Norwegian cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really it was great. Um, I will say. Thor's character was kind of undermined by his own. Situa- his own ambition and foolishness since it was uh-huh. we'll, we'll get to those scenes sure but i thought it was uh he was painted very sympathetically how about you john uh i also enjoyed it i, I found it generally a very enjoyable movie uh and i did mm-hmm. not find it a snooze fest perhaps because we we're living in these kind of dark corona days it was nice to see um mm-hmm. generally people being happy and succeeding at things uh I mean, you know, there were some, uh, I, I mean, the whole story is kind of unbelievable, although, you know, it did happen. <laughs> yeah. So, and I actually, yeah. when I went to Norway, you know, whatever, however many, many years ago, I saw the, the Kontiki in the Oslo Museum. So, oh, I, cool. uh, or, or wherever it is, in the Kontiki Museum, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah. So, uh, like, it's, a, it, it's unbelievable that this happened. Um, yeah. And in fact, from doing, from looking up other, you know, information about about the trip it's kind of crazy that they had to a lot of the drama in this they they fabricated in order to make it a better movie um Mm -hmm. right but which which is fair i mean you have to do that uh to some extent um but i I, I found it very enjoyable we'll need to go into that but i was actually surprised like some certain things that actually that i assumed were made up actually did happen yeah like shark harpooning Real? Yeah, shark harpooning. Yeah. Massive shark harpooning. Catching was... sharks with their bare hands. Oh, God, yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. That, that was a game they played. I did, I did enjoy this movie. I was vaguely aware of Thor Heyerdahl's uh, trip. And I obviously, like, I, I mean, it, it, for a movie where I knew they would succeed and make this trip, uh, I was actually had a lot of tension and anxiety at certain points. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I, I so yeah, I mean, I, I found this a really uh, really enjoyable uh, film, and I really appreciated getting to see people hugging and in human contact with one another, <laughs> which was just a bizarre thing to to see. Yeah, I don't remem- remember that. <laughs> it was in a different cut. I don't remember contact. Yeah. Um. So uh, let's go, uh, girl. Do you have any? Uh, I'm sorry, I skipped right over you. What do you think? I sat next to you watching it, but yeah. Um, I liked it, uh, as long as, as soon as I got over my initial resistance to, like, the mo- I, I, I struggle with the motivation. Yeah. <laughs> Why are Why we doing this? Why are we doing this? This is a huge yeah. risk, and... Yeah. So once I got over, if I just, like, accept that this is actually an important thing, mm-hmm. um, then I thought it was really good, and it did give me anxiety sure. as well. Like... Uh- so let's let's get into a bit of our recap. So um, I, I figure since uh, uh, since we're not covering TV shows and it's a longer movie now, I'll go uh, do a quick run through of some of the major um, points 
in the first act, and then we can come and talk a little mm -hmm. bit about them. So uh, the film begins with a, a flashback of young, young Thor um, when he falls through the ice. Uh, well, we later learn that he also uh, never learned to swim. Uh, which is, yeah. that's seems, an interesting Seems ill-advised if you're going to do a raft trip across the fucking Pacific Ocean. But well, okay. it's, tr it's true. He they had have zero vests? experience and could not swim. Yeah. They did not have life vests. But his uh, parents make him promise to never do anything dangerous ever again. Cut to uh, right. Fatahiva, an island that he was at with his, his wife in 1937. We get an interesting photo scene with him and some of the locals, which I don't know if some of you guys looked up some of the facts yeah. about, uh, about who they used to uh, in, as the extras for that scene. Yeah, that was, those were ties. <laughs> Not funny. But we'll, uh, uh, we'll just oh, blow really. right by that. Okay. And then um, we, we get a bunch of scenes of them on Fatuhiva. This is where uh, Thor first gets the idea of the Tiki traveling um, from South America to populate Polynesia. And we also get another, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple kind of scene of him going <laughs> oh, yeah. through the jungle. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was... That was unnecessary. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, so let's talk about everything from the beginning of the movie up until we cut to New York. Um, so we, that's where we're introduced first to Liv, um, <laughs> who's played by... Um, uh, who, uh, Agnes Kittleson. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. And who yeah. we know from Max Mattis. I did say at the mm -hmm. end of the last podcast that everyone from Max Mattis was in this. I was wrong, and that was just my racist uh, feeling that all Norwegians look alike, <laughs> and that um, well, I would we, like to I apologize. The two, the two main act, or not the two main, the main actor and yeah. certainly the main actress were from Max Mattis. So, yes. you know. Uh, and the what? director, so there's yeah. a fair bit of overlap. When when can we uh, um, can we talk a bit? I want to talk a bit about Liv and her character. Um, I have one important note. Please go ahead, girl. Agnes Kittelsen yes. is a very talented actress. Yes. She, I hate it when she does a Oslo accent, which she did in this movie. <laughs> in Max Manus, really? she has her proper accent, her proper dialect, and I'm like, this. Makes What's sense. her proper dialect? Uh. South, like Christian Sand, I think. Okay. I agree. I also it, I on yes. that. It just it mm -hmm. and it doesn't it bother like, the hell out of me. It bothers too. me, and she's probably doing it perfectly, but I know that it's not real, so it feels like mm, <laughs> <laughs> Well, in coming in hot, girl. In, yeah. <laughs> well, in all fairness, her accent was. Um, Norwegian to us. Yeah, just blanket <laughs> Norwegian. Uh, it was just blanket as Norwegian people speaking English. Mm. So, I um, I, I, are you aware of like the uh, the trope of the what is it the nagging wife? <laughs> the like TV yes. trope the the uh, what is it Skylar White trope of like oh, these women women at home holding men back from greatness because they keep coming up with this bullshit thing about being a father and being <laughs> home <laughs> with your family. Exactly. Yeah. I, he, I, yeah. I, mean, I was, I was of... a little bit bothered by that because I, I, I didn't... I mean, I like her. I know her as an actress, obviously, from, uh, from Max Mattis, really liked her. And um, I, I kept feeling like, oh, like she's going to be tied in because of, you know, that she was there on Fatuhiva... And this is going to, like, come back at some point. But they really, it's, she's there at Fatuhiva. She's there in some co phone calls kind of, you know, telling him he should come home. Mm -hmm. But he's, you know, destined for greatness. Mm -hmm. So he goes out. And then, and then uh, apparently that's all you guys saw. And we saw that, that she dumps him <laughs> at the end. So it's slightly different. Yeah. 
Yeah, slightly different. Yeah, no, but I, I, I kind of wanted to see more of that drama uh, to give him some root in reality. Mm-hmm. But it, we we got like we uh, the U.S. got like four scenes with her. Yeah, maybe. We, yeah, we just didn't see her a lot. I, I, um, at the, and the ones. Uh, did you also have the scene where she is like sick with looks like an infection on her leg? And he has to run out carrying her out to the boat. What? Uh, oh my god! Did we watch so. a completely no. different movie. <laughs> this is a flashback yeah. to Father Yiva. Yeah, there's a flashback in the middle in the oh, middle wait, wait, of wait. their trip. No, there, late, there the, might be. There might be. This might have happened. Wait. <laughs> uh, did you guys even on, watch a movie? John was on TikTok while watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the movie. No. I, Watching Tiger King in this twice. phone. I watched the movie twice, and I'm I took notes for I, yeah. I all I have is uh, b- bye live, uh, <laughs> and also Tekin. Hey, it's Tekin. Um, do yeah. we see her again? Question mark. And then we don't really. Okay, yeah. We I had a scene where I had a scene that the uh, I thought was kind of strange. In the middle of the Contiki voyage, there is a no. cut. What. It's not in the middle of the voyage. He is seeing it um, uh, when he's at that bar, and that cute girl is like winking at him, and he's like, "Oh, you're I, right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, at the bar. Yep, you're right. That's more uh, possible. But but I I thought that was a weird. It, yeah, it was the day before they they go out on the voyage, and it cuts to a flashback of her being sick, and I have no idea why that scene was added in there, and it felt very very strange to me. Because so what we have. Sorry. No, go ahead, John. Well, what we have after that woman is looking at him at the bar, uh, and they're at the bar, is that the call between, or there's a call between him and her. Yeah, yeah, there's a call. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. that too. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's. Okay. I- unless you guys have any other thoughts, I want to get to everything that happened in New York. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we. Yeah. We saw a different beginning of the movie, so let's get to, just get to New York. on through. So to this. So it's Jumanji scene. Brooklyn, 1946. Uh, Thor is there to try to get funding. Um, first, I love one thing I, I, I love is that whenever Norwegians, this is a blanket statement, uh, but whenever Norwegians make movies, I feel like they never make themselves look too cool. And that is one thing they definitely did in this. They never take themselves too seriously or, or portrayed as overly heroic. Like Thor going yeah. around trying to get the funding. And he's just, he to me, he just comes off as kind of a. Uh, like a very self-confident but also kind of goofy guy um oh yeah every american that he speaks to is incredulous at the idea that he would dare challenge the status quo which i feel like in real life maybe people would be like all right yeah i just i don't care i don't care right because why (laughs) does this matter yeah this was when i was I was having the hardest time with he, the movie. He is there like, to prove that the seas were roads and not barriers. Um, he is also exactly. there to prove something else super yeah. Uh, racist. Yeah, but, which did um, not get covered in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, can I Let me read that because I, I, pull, uh, I pulled that. Please do. No, okay, so um, I call this the yikes moment is in the reading saying that oh. the film focuses on Heyerdahl's theory that Polynesia was first populated with humans from Peru, but it ignores that the Norwegians' more ethnocentric speculations that the original Contiki voyage was undertaken by a race of tall, white, bearded people with red hair. 
Heyerdahl's conje uh, conjectured that American, uh, Ameri uh, Ameri-Indian civilizations like the Aztecs and Incas only arose with the help of advanced technical knowledge brought by early European voyagers, and that these white people were eventually driven out by Peru and fled west on rafts. So. So. Um... Wait, so he's... Oh, 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 what? Yeah, so... Um, okay, so there's that. Probably the, there's, smart there's to also, not put that in the movie. There's also a subtle, like a... His whole raft thesis, even if it involved Peruvians, the the idea there was that they just kind of floated. So there wasn't really any agency or intelligence aside from building the raft. Um, mm -hmm. But whereas right. the alternate theory and the one that I think actually is, again, still seen as believable. Like, I don't think ultimately, even though he did this, I don't think scientists or anthropologists believe his theory ultimately the one mm -hmm. that ultimately won out is that it was incredibly skilled navigators from mm -hmm. the west who were able to traverse great distances of ocean using advanced navigation skills mm -hmm. um, that probably they achieved before europeans did but again mm -hmm. kind of getting rid of that sort of agency on the part of Poly native polynesians and saying no no they got on a raft and just kind of floated like we did yeah. Uh, yeah. is, is, a, is another way of looking at it. Yeeted themselves <laughs> into the ocean. and There was a significant amount of yeeting in yes, this Yes, definitely. Yeeting of sharks. Yeeting, <laughs> yeeting of, uh, like, yeeting soaked of shark pieces guts. of wood. Yep, a lot. We'll, we'll, we're going to definitely get into Ye all the yeeting. Lots of yeeting. We'll get to all the yeets. But before the yeeting, yep. um, uh, this is in Brooklyn. We see that uh, Thor meets Herman um, in the bar. Uh, Herman, the refrigerator salesman, who uh, is the coward of the film, was not a ref was a not a refrigerator. I have a big problem with how he is portrayed. Yeah, we're I gonna have a yeah. little bit of research. I did. Yeah. Well, oh god, I'm looking. Yeah, we, we have a lot. We have a lot to go into about him. Um, well, here, actually, do you want me to tell uh, Kevin? Can you tell me a little bit of what you research about the real life Herman? Uh, what I read from a review of of the movie by someone who read it's based on a this movie was based on a book right mm -hmm. it was based on his book on on his book of his voyage yeah. and the way that herman is portrayed in the book is he's a uh he's not a refrigerator salesman he is a like cooling technician for the navy <laughs> like he yes is like a, a genius yeah. Oh my god. Super smart, super skilled. Like he was portrayed so did unfairly. You, he didn't he did not spear the whale. Yeah. He did you okay. the spear. Did you Someone look up did. His, uh, did you look up a picture of the real life Herman? Yeah. He no. he did not look like this Herman. No, he was say. he I, was I like imagine. a tall, dark haired, really attractive guy. Um, they said uh, from the research I saw that he was also a youth champion in the hundred meter. He was a member of the Norwegian resistance during World War II, and in, yeah, in the film, yep. as Kevin pointed out, uh, Herman disobeys Heyerdahl's direct order and throws the harpoon at the whale. Uh, excuse me, the the whale shark. When in real life, it was Eric oh, that did it, and and on, in real life, Eric did it, and also, uh, they in real life they wanted to harpoon the whale. 
So they like Herman man. Yeah. Herman got real Oh and also he never actually begged to use wire to strap the boat. Like none of that ever happened. So yeah. poor Herman man. Yeah. Ooh, he, uh, Herman. he was yeah. Justice for Herman. Yeah. yeah, I mean to give the like to defend the directors and screenwriters a bit, yeah. uh they said they needed to No like they were just uh, it was just like five guys on a raft. They needed to yeah. create some yeah. interpersonal conflict, and so that mm-hmm. they did this. It's the same as in uh, the movie about um, Sully landing on the Hudson River, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they cre- yeah, the plane was not on fire. Well, there were no machine guns. Right, but and, and, well, and there was also yeah. no no kind of hostile investigation by mm-hmm. the by the um, NTSB. Everyone was like, yeah. oh, you, you right. did a great Everyone's job. Like, that was amazing. Well done. Yeah. And that was it. And that doesn't make a very good movie, though. Sure. So you need to yeah. make conflict. Yeah. And here they made conflict. Exactly. I understand. Herman. And at least, I guess I, I appreciate they, that they I made agree, Herman very, totally. uh, like, uh, looking different. Because, you know, they try to yeah. distance him. But, I mean, it is the same name of the character, which is... Mm. I they mean, probably should have renamed him, maybe. Place. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they should have. Well... Um, yeah, so uh, uh, another scene that we have... Well, let's reshoot the movie. <laughs> for a third time in Esperanto. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, yep. we, uh, so after Thor met Herman, we go... Uh, I just want to really quickly go to the scene at the Explorers Club. Um, <laughs> where, what a cool yeah. club! I know, I right? I um, And we also get, not to, not to spoil who my guy is going to be, but this guy is definitely my guy. <laughs> is the, peg it's, leg? It's, yeah, Petter, Petter Frouchen, the Danish explorer with a peg Frouchen, leg dude, Frouchen, yeah. who, uh, who is, I, as I described, has some real big dick energy. And, <laughs> and is, oh, for sure. is like, uh, like it, it could like out talk Teddy Roosevelt, it would seem. And um, it's it's mm-hmm. fucking 1946, and he has a peg leg. How <laughs> and why? And it's just Probably. joking about it. Yeah, like gotta do it like the locals. Do you yeah. uh, do you know this guy? Uh, have you heard of this this da- he, he's a famous Danish explorer? No. And it, uh, it, I encourage no. you and anyone listening to to Google his name plus the word coat and look at Google your Google image search. Hang on, oh, and I'm gonna show it to Gira right now. So if you what's just his Google Peter, what's Fr- his last name? Peter uh, Frochen, F R E U C H E N. I'm gonna try it on my iPad. Oh hello! Oh, oh my you. God! What a coat! So, yeah, right. This that doesn't that that the, the real life him doesn't is even like more intense than yeah. it is portray, uh, portrayed in the movie. So where is, is this guy's the movie? Size of his wife? It would appear so, and that's Holy. even missing a leg. That is awesome. Yes. So, that, that's look at that guy. That's the real movie we all need to see. That is a real movie we do need to see. Wow. But in the meantime, let's go on to Peru. Wait a guy. <laughs> so, uh, right, Tor, Tor's unable to get the, uh, the money. He's got a he's got to go to Peru and kind of wing it from there. Uh, again, abandon his wife. He and Herman go there, and we get. Um, I don't know if you guys, I'm going to share an intimate thing about my life. Um, there's only one, there's a, a, a sentence I really, really want to say. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but all in my life I want to do is say the sentence, I'm putting a team together. <laughs> and, and we get to yes. see a scene where Tor gets to put together a team. And we get, so this is where we're introduced to the two radio operators, Knut and Torstein, who I also have some fucking great um, background knowledge on. Uh, we get Bent, the, awesome. the photographer. Bent. 
Bent? Is that he's, a, no, a Swede, right? Banked. He's a Swede, he's a, not a he's a Swede. Norwegian. He's a portrayed by one of yeah. the uh, Scar Guards. Yeah, and he was also Floki mm -hmm. in Vikings. And he's on Westworld, season two. And he's on Westworld. Oh. Yeah. Dude, the Scars Guards. What yeah. did that that family made a deal with the devil? Clearly. <laughs> I yeah. I I did not realize that that was in, in other Scars Guard. There's, there's like six kids, seven. There's the, so there's the guy that plays kids. the clown in it. There's that's Bill. There's I believe this guy is Gustav. Is that his name, Gustav? I don't I don't know it's the Gustav, name. Sounds yeah. like a Gustav. There's one in Pretty Little Liars. Is that the one that's also in like Generation Kill and uh, what's the movie with the vampire? Yeah, the yeah, TV yeah, show? yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's the father. And then the father who is vampires. in everything. Who? Yeah, he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Stellan. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. Why uh, is the why is the graphite on the roof? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh god. Yes. Great series. That's the um. So Thor is trying to get the money. I keep I keep switching back and forth between saying Thor and Thor. Um. Tour. Uh, so Tour needs to get the money, and uh, we go to my favorite scene. And this goes to what I was saying earlier about Norwegians not taking themselves too seriously. The scene where he has to meet the Peruvian president. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I don't know. It looked like it cost a lot of money to shoot in those places. It makes there is no reason this scene needs to be in there, but it is, and I fucking love it about him constantly being like, Your Excellency, it's a pleasure. And then, of course, when he actually has to meet the guy, he thinks he's a servant. I don't know why. A little bit. Fucking loved it. Probably true, right? It seems like something higher though would do. Yeah. I, I didn't read that that beat. I just, it, what I saw from that scene was, was he, yeah, he was kind of like, he's uh, by himself. He has his coat off. Mm -hmm. um, this guy comes up to him and he, like, greets him. And he's like, oh, yes, the... Uh, you're the, you're the president, and, come with, come, and the president starts walking away, and he like quickly. I, yeah, we didn't. I didn't see a whole big thing of how he. We did doesn't just... take himself too seriously, or, or like. Oh, I meant more. So what I I meant yeah. more is that the just uh, not so much as how Tor sees himself, but more as how the movie portrays him, because like you don't you portray oh, okay. him as making kind of faux pas and mistakes. And and because one thing that yes, I thought yes. was that I kind of went back and forth on is he's um, obviously Heyerdahl is, is like obsessed with proving this, and he, he is a single level of determination, which I understand. But I didn't see him as incredibly charismatic, like to the point that I would be like, yeah, definitely, I'm gonna follow this guy. He seems to know what he's doing. Mm, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Did yeah. you guys, would, did you yeah. guys get that? About, like, how did, uh, would yeah, you get yeah. on this raft with this guy and go out for a hundred days? Uh, no, in no world would I get on this raft with this guy. But I don't know if there's any guy who could get me to get on this raft. So, <laughs> yeah, but also, also, all these all these guys were like specifically chosen because of a their you know particular set of skills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, I I don't know. It, it's it's I think it's a, kind of a uh, not. The it was the team wasn't thrown together mm. kind of the way that this movie yeah. really portrays them. Yeah, you got it. Together. It's it's. Although I do, I know you love a good. I do like a good put, putting a team together yeah, but movie, it, but like I'm sure he didn't really meet Herman in a bar after you know scribbling some you know some design on a piece of paper. Right. What and by the way, what was that? Right. That sorry, just to go back to that bar for a second. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very confused because there was a Norwegian flag, flag in the background. It was mm -hmm. in the U.S. and they were British sailors. So what was going on there? 
obviously the, it's the Ooh, you've yeah. never been to the little London slash uh, Oslo uh, neighborhood of Brooklyn. <laughs> they abut one I another. So I, it's a lot of I missed that. I missed that. <laughs> they, you need to get out more. But not right now. But not right now. Don't leave. Don't leave your house right now. No. Yeah. Don't go check it out now. Um, all right. So they, they put the uh, they put the, the the boat together and then they go for a nice little sail. It was a bigger boat than I. Yeah. It was a bigger felt. boat. Yeah. It was. And, yeah. It's a big boat. Yeah. It's a big raft. Yeah. But they, it is a large large. Uh, well, John, as the only person here who's actually seen the actual raft, how did it compare? Uh, I I think this was pretty accurate i mean the actual one's pretty beat up uh which yeah. is unsurprising given that it crashed into a coral reef yeah. actually Ra- I think it cra- trying to ride that 13th I wave think it bro crashed multiple times as it turns out although we didn't yeah. quite get that from the uh, mm-hmm. thing they like kind of hit land and then went off again and then hit another thing so yeah Ooh. uh I, but i mean no it looked pretty accurate yeah and well they they, they set sail understandably wearing their best suits yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. That was weird, and I was like, that's so dumb. Totally true. Like, I went, yes. I looked at it, because I don't know if you guys saw the entire documentary um, that they actually made and won the Oscar with is available on YouTube. You can search that, and um, mm-hmm. really set sail yeah, I need to watch in their that. best suits. Yeah, in their best suits. Sign yeah. of the times, I guess, but yeah. damn. And so they head out, and then this is where my anxiety begins for the movie, because yeah. every uh. fucking shot that is at a slight tipped angle down when one of the guys is dangling near the water. I'm just thinking, fucking shark's going to eat him. Fucking shark. Right? Obviously. Like, Every- I've seen a movie before. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. And they're just like peaceful. And there's, they do, they, there's no music. So there's just no music and just a guy. And you just hear water bobbing. I'm like, fucking shark's going to absolutely get you. Yeah. And we do get sharks a lot of sharks. Absolutely. Yep. That's, that there's is the scene. There's so much shark action. All right, let's uh, we can talk about all them sharks. Um, oh, I hate these sharks. Well, there's the storm scene. Fuck that shit. I'm not. I would not handle that very well. What would you yeah, rather have to deal I mean, that's, with? Sharks? That's the terrifying thing: is the storm. Yeah, I think the storm that's... is more terrifying. I can I can think of how yeah. to avoid sharks by staying on the damn raft and not <laughs> yeah. falling off of it, right? And not yeah. trying to spear them and not trying to do whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, pos- you're in the you middle know, of the fucking ocean you. without yeah. a without anything, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's big fucking waves in the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there are big fucking waves. Dummies. And Herman also didn't trip didn't fall into the oh, water God. he was he was swimming yeah. at that time like he did have to be rescued yeah. but he was intentionally in the water oh, God. not covered in blood oh good um can i there's there's one particular character's arc that i think i think Giro will, you will agree with me that i was most invested in this movie and i hope i hope mm-hmm. it made the the movie that you guys watch was uh, the crab? <laughs> yes. Oh. oh my God! What a beautiful framing device. Oh, <laughs> I was, I all I it. cared about was this fucking crab. Like, like once they cut, they cut. So they show him first on the boat. He gives him the little food. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Then the second time you see the crab after the storm, I'm like, I am fucking in it for this crab. Yeah. <laughs> He's still around. And then at the end, when he jumps off into the water, I was just like. That was you like my fit, my fist pump in the air. I want to see the crab cut did it. of this. <laughs> Speaking of which, have any has anyone seen that uh, a video going around of 
uh, an airport uh, oh, the crabs cell, the crabs at the and air crabs cell. are coming oh, yeah are, are, are coming out it's like a, a crab crate opened up and they all got shipped is there any context for yeah. that that I need to know? Because I did, I saw it was on the yeah on the carousel. They're all just kind of walking around, you know. I, apparently, I someone yeah. put crabs in their carry-on luggage or in their in their check bag, yeah. and that did not work out well. Yeah, that's pr- pretty crabs. straightforward then. For anyone there? Pretty for yeah yeah no. There's no context. You don't need to know mm-hmm. context. Who? What? Just enjoy it. Ugh. Um. Let's uh, sorry. Let's talk, it's the isolation. Um, to me. We have several shark scenes. We have um, several. Several. Uh, we have the whale shark. We have uh, when uh, Banked, I keep saying his name wrong, yeah. goes down under and has the great white come behind him. Oh, um, we have the sharks when, um, when uh, Thor is in the little dinghy boat and wants to record. Uh, yep. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. we ha- and then the, and the big scene that goes into when Herman falls in. Uh, First off, what's your favorite? Yes. What's your favorite shark scene, guys, in the in the movie? My favorite, and then least favorite, yeah. is this. It's the same one. It's where they, um, after the one that eats the parrot, yeah, <laughs> and then and then oh, uh, 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 whoever it was. Like and Knut goes and is like, I'm gonna get that fucking shark, you, and just like was that it out. that shot was I, I I don't know if if you pinged on this Kevin, but yeah. So the so uh, the shark eats yeah. the uh, the parrot, the and then this camera Which just stays happen. on Knut as he does this like wa- long walk around with the boat, yeah. and then just fucking one arms yep. grabs this great white. <laughs> Which that was a it was very good shot. I don't, think, I don't think it was a great white. It was a it was a okay. It was a giant fish. All right, excuse me. But this it was, yeah, no, it's this shark, shark still. Um, do you know uh, is a massive shark? Can I tell my little my my uh, go on my little side story about Knut? Um, so uh, of the course. two so there's the two characters. Uh, there's Torstein and Knut, um, who are both. Um, uh, in the uh, radio operators, I think, in uh, during the mm-hmm. World War II. And uh, they actually, Torstein has his scene where he talks about helping to sink the Tirpitz and, like, getting a 1,000 Germans killed, which yeah, is a, a yeah. true story. But Knut, um, I don't know if you know, was one of the nine uh, Norwegian resistance, uh, um, like, special forces guys that went on the raid at the Norsk Hydro plant in <gasps> Denmark, which is, it like, it's one of the coolest, like, most badass operations. Um, it's called Operation Gunner yeah. Side, and so the there's the, a heavy water plant in Norway um, where uh, the Germans seized it when they invaded the country because they could not produce their own heavy water, which is important for building nuclear reactors, and so they needed to get it all from Norway. And so the Norwegians and the British, knowing this, were like, shit, we have to blow this up so Hitler doesn't develop a nuclear bomb. So what they did is they trained a bunch of Norwegian and British special forces to go in on these gliders, and then they were going to drop in. So they first dropped a bunch of the Norwegians in, and then the Brits were coming in, and all of their gliders uh, crashed, and like got they all got killed or captured, and the ones that were captured were executed. And so the Norwegians had to run the operation on their own, and he was one of like this small unit of guys that snuck in the middle of the night and had to like uh, detonate with explosives this heavy water producer and get out. It's like the, it's a, an amazing story. So that he did that and was on the Kentucky oh, expedition. Jesus. And yeah. was on the Kentucky. So, yeah. And he like wow. one-handed a shark. So 
Okay, so he's and one handed. So he's shark. a baller. No, the, but the the one handing the shark. Yeah, the one handing the shark apparently was like a thing they did for sport. Oh god! And I think with good reason, and not not harpooning them because yeah, the blood would attract more sharks, as we see. But that scene with the sharks and he, and they they rip it open, and then that the blood splurt on on, on Herman. Herman. I was like, what the f- what is happening? What the hell is happening right now? My poor uh, Herman. I'm I'm with you on that one, uh, yeah. Kevin. I actually my favorite. I love the whale shark scene because that first overhead shot. Oh yeah, yeah. when they're overhead shot and it's just yeah. it's just Howardell sitting down the end and there's it's qu- again quiet but you just hear this like kind of rumble and and that 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 mm-hmm. whale the whale is hu- whale shark is huge and it just comes over. It's like it's yeah, beautiful. They are as, big and I, I I know that they don't eat people. No, they're very peaceful. They're very peaceful. And and then you're like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then like, it keeps coming back like it's ramming him, and it turns to this kind of ominous like, oh, fuck. And yeah. And then as yeah. we all know, like in real life, Herman over. Herman attacked it unprovoked. <laughs> Herman attacked it out of malice, out of anger and yeah. fear. Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. How, how'd you guys feel? So there's uh, the, guy. the main stress is like the two um, kind of points of conflict are th- uh, these kind of acute moments with the sharks, which again worked for me because mm-hmm. I hate the ocean. I hate sharks. I saw Jaws when I was five alone and I uh, still can't swim How? in a pool. Uh, Why? My, my mother gave it to me to watch on VHS when I was one summer at the beach house I was at. And, um, and yeah, I I, I still oh can't. Oh my go, god! Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. That and the other is... big stress was the logs uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and the yeah. issue with the uh, yeah. the the wood um, uh, like kind of mm. grinding and eventually also. breaking apart. Which apparently also wasn't a real thing. Really? Yeah, because apparently the 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 wood. What did I, I read about this? The, the wood that it was built wouldn't have actually. Um, broken down like that because the, somehow the rope was actually softer i don't know it's someone else can google this the balsa it yeah 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 there's some balsa it was made of balsa wood that was like the thing yeah like, it has to be balsa wood Let me... and then so it, okay yeah that oh, here I, the crew were not worried yeah, about the... whether the ropes would hold the flow together as portrayed in the film as we can see in the contiki documentary the balsa wood was much softer than the rope and it was actually the rope that ate mm. through the wood the result was that the rope eventually was protected by the space that had been created around it. Hmm. So. Oh. That makes sense. But yeah. I did but find that a like good stress. Like, the wood. it kind of puts almost like a ticking time bomb. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. are we going to make it? Oh, yeah. Which uh, I thought was yeah. a good device. For yeah, the, from yeah. the moment that Herman, the moment that Herman start like, pulled that. Yeah, tr- tracking it. Out. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, that's the, because you have yeah. the acute, the sharp kind of worries with the sharks and then this this building threat like is this boat going to just collapse halfway through this voyage right um which apparently was one of the dramatic licenses that they that they took yeah and then it's, to, I, mean, to tell I story, give a pass to tell on this, that to, one to make it compelling it's easier to make i, yeah, I give yeah, more no, passes absolutely. on stuff like that than on spe- specific things where they change human characters especially people who really existed yeah because that actually changes like how you might yes, yes. And there was also the stressor about they're heading straight for the Galapagos Islands where there's that thing. The current. That... Oh, the maelstrom. Yeah. Yes. Which, although, yeah. In, uh, another inaccuracy. Uh, in fact, the I mean, you guys probably saw this too, but the mm-hmm. um, 
like the thing he was reading and the mm-hmm. picture was yeah. from an Edgar Allan Poe poem about a Norwegian maelstrom, huh. uh, which makes it uh, apt in mm. some ways. But oh, that's kind of cool. There are Galapagos currents, but what they were worried about was being pushed back to South America, not necessarily being you know mm-hmm. crushed or destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. Okay, that makes a lot of there sense. There are a lot of stressors, and there are a lot of things that are making like that give me anxiety in this movie. And then my my big gripe, not not with the movie itself, but like if if I was on this raft, you <laughs> bring all these, you bring all these uh, issues to the attention of your leader, and he goes, "Yes, but the tiki did it," and I'm like, "Some tiki, tiki did, did it." it. You're like, how many tiki died? And, may- yeah. and maybe exactly. it's your theory, dude. It's may- a theory. Yeah. He's like, no, the pineapples. Don't you understand the pineapples? And I'm like, this is not. We we are an experiment of one. This is not. You know what would be great if in that in the middle of that, as Herman is begging, like, let's do this, and he's like, no, we need to prove that white people did this. And you'd be like, oh fuck. Just have one line. And then, and then it's it's like uh, the end of uh, season one of the Good Place. You're like, oh, oh crap, fuck. we're in the bad place <laughs> now, aren't we? Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> it's sad. So it's, it's almost over. Yeah. Um, so the, so the the majority of the depiction of the actual voyage is is only like twenty percent of the trip. It's them getting to the Galap- uh, up to the Galapagos and getting in that current. And yeah. then we we get yeah. we get almost like a montage and. A, mm-hmm. What looked like a super expensive uh, CGI shot of going up into space yeah, and then what coming the... down. Yeah, that was beautiful. It was beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Unnecessary, Unnecessary, but it was beautiful. Yep. But uh, and then uh, yeah, but, like all, a lot of the shark. Uh, sorry, going back to the jumping back to the sharks. Uh, jumping the sharks. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> the whale shark was that was CGI. A lot of the fish were CGI. There was the the shark that was grabbed out of the water. That was probably animatronic. We think. Yeah. Or was that? I that, think maybe when he maybe first grabbed it, but when it's flopping on the on the deck, on the deck, that was CG. That had to be, or maybe some kind of mix of it. I don't know. Yeah. Enough. It looked great. They, I thought they it looked got great. a real shark for the movie. <laughs> There's no laws it, out there because I also saw that did. they filmed it out in actual water. I mean, obviously not in the middle of the Pacific, but that they they didn't shoot it like on right, a right. on a set, like on a water uh, set. They actually right, went yeah, into yeah. the real water to do it, which is very very cool. Well, this the storm the storm was definitely on a on a soundstage. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, um, okay. Ke- Kevin, what would you rather go yes. um, have to ride in one of those boats in uh, through a storm? Or have mm-hmm. to be put down with a great, a hungry great white shark in a basket made of wood <laughs> and rope. Ooh, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the basket. The basket made of wood and rope. Yeah, um, actually, I'm with you. On it's because yeah, because <laughs> the storm looks not great. Yeah, that looks pretty pretty rough. Uh, so there is a and the, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So this movie cost fifteen and a half million. Yeah. To make. Yeah. Is that a lot? No, that is nothing. That is that, that is, is nothing. Not so you yeah. can get CGI sharks in a trip to space for fifteen and a half million. Yeah, CGI is rel- relatively cheap. Yeah, for um, the shots, like compared to uh, compared to other production costs. You think what they needed to do some rendering in the background to make like old timey New York, and then they had to, I'm assuming, maybe some additive stuff for the backgrounds of the storm, storm. in the distance. Yeah. yeah, and then the sharks and all the and the, wh- the whale shark and. 
that and then I, oh and then probably also the uh, them riding the wave in I don't know if they really yeah, built a yeah. thing like that but, and wrote in it probably not yeah um, but yeah so that was all probably can we talk about yeah that's... can we talk about riding the 13th wave because we all know <laughs> the 13th wave is bigger than the others right we all know that we all know that to be a true thing. Did you, like, there was a, the, the, there's some things that I hear, I'm like, oh, I, I guess that might be true. That one I heard, I was just like, that has to be bullshit, right? And it, it yeah, is it? It's bullshit. Yeah, is oh it my bullshit? God. Well, yeah. Isn't oh, the, it, it aren't, don't waves go in sets of seven? Isn't the seventh wave bigger? Yes. Well, then Live why not say the seventh? No way. Do ocean waves really travel in sets of seven? Well. Surf's up bro but why all right maybe we you all from okay. Okay. With okay. A physics hobby sorry I'll, I'll stop i'll stop yeah well okay. well wait what's the answer oh uh to understand wait um according to imdb uh, 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 on the kantiki movie it is not true that every third yeah, wave ca- is it's gotta be bullshit mm. in fact there exists no pattern in wave sizes all right anyway oh, okay fair enough that being said they wrote <laughs> the it out seven- in the yeah, go ahead, Kevin. The seven-wave maximum does get something right, though. Although waves have chaotic origins, once a few of them get going, they do tend to settle into traveling groups. Huh. Choppy, irregular waves that are generated in stormy, sing, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, so it's like, it, there is a, a, if there is certain conditions, multiple waves can travel in groups. But it's okay. not all waves every time the 13th one is going to be the big one. Yeah. You know, it was a weird thing to put in. I feel like it was put in to kind of redeem Herman. Like, oh, he's yes. giving this advice and stuff. Then it ultimately, like, they don't ride the 13th wave. No. Right. It, it doesn't work, and they still yeah. make it over anyway. Oh. So what was the point of that? Here we go. Uh, according to Fabrice Vernon, the director of physical ocean science and engineering at the University of Delaware, uh, oh, crap, the screen just, uh, University of Delaware, the sort of swells we are likely to observe on a fair weather day at the beach will commonly arrive in groups of 12 to 16 waves. Mm-hmm. That range, coupled with the tendency of waves to group in bundles, their tallest waves in the center of the pack provide a possible bias for the seventh seven wave claim. Mm-hmm. So I think they ah, get the, okay. the, rather than a rising curve, like a graph, it's, it's a uh, parabolic arc. Yeah. All right. So the biggest I'll wave's in the that. middle, Still not kind of... the end. Mm. Yeah. Well, regardless, made they make it movie. to the made island. For an awesome scene. <laughs> yeah. It did. On IMDb, what was in the canisters? Says, of... In the original Kantiki documentary, it was shown that the crew simply waited for a wave big enough to carry them <laughs> over the reef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is way more like... Yeah, you just gotta wait. <laughs> well... Did you, do you also notice that, like, they make it over... And Thor is somehow thrown like a mile ahead of the rest of the guys yeah. and makes it to the beach. Like, so, a, what seems like 20 minutes before the rest. There was a scene missing. Yeah, I, there was oh, a, really? I believe there's a scene missing where they realized that they were, they're like, oh my God, we gotta regroup. And then Thor just like, land! And he just goes. And everyone's like, wait, shit, we gotta get stuff off the, off the raft. Like, we gotta. We had, we left. He yeah, left. We got to get shit. all the oh, shit. God damn it, Tor. Smartest though. Smartest advice was. Shit. That's why uh, they. Everybody put their shoes on. Yes, because coral reefs yes, are was. no joke. I was. That was Brit. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I all was right, well, fully yeah. expecting their uh, feet to be tore up. 
Um, let's uh, let's get to the end of it. So they, they arrive, and then I guess for, for the English language, <laughs> they uh, they celebrate, and the movie ends. But uh, we we had a scene where um, uh, who someone one of the other crew members gives um, the for the yeah. uh, a letter from his wife that said open only after you've made it, and it, it starts with oh like oh my god, you're it starts with like oh yeah you made it I'm I'm so proud of you. However. <laughs> Uh, you know, the thing that makes me love you is the thing that uh, drives us apart. Because you don't want to hang out with your family. Oh, you don't want to be with family. <laughs> and it says, like, they, and then they, in the oh aftermath. God. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Did that actually happen? Yes. yes. They got divorced they right got, after it, this. It said it Wait, like but, but yeah, it, we, was it actually via a letter given to one of the other people on the on the raft? I uh, don't know if that's true, but they really did divorce, like, immediately after the trip. <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, a different I, movie. We, we did not get that part of the story. No. That's hilarious. So that's the the ending we have is him re- reading this letter. It's voiceover by Liv, and then she is go, like going for a hike with the kids, with the kids in Oslo, and is looking up at the rising sun, and he is looking at the uh, this the sun setting from his perspective. We and see him. We see him looking at the setting sun. That is actually at the very end of ours before yeah. the cutscene. But there's no her yeah. and the kids. <laughs> oh, that's great. Why would they take there's that no out? The because well, so they want to make it a happier man. They don't well, want to like. How, how big an actress is she in Norway? Is she a pretty big deal? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's just also that too. You know, she's a yeah. big deal actress. Give her mm-hmm. more part of the movie. But when it hit the yeah. American editors. For this version, they were like, ah, yeah, that's, "This is a bummer." We can, we, we can wave that. That's my yeah. Also, how long was the movie that you watched in Norway? Yeah, let me because I think because ours is like a tight hour and a half. Yeah, no, it was, ours was, was very, a little longer. It was a very, I think it was a tight script. I think ours was like an hour forty, maybe. Okay, so yeah, but I, still, I, I okay, wouldn't be surprised if it was like another ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. All right, but, ch- but that changes the movie. That's yeah. totally that's. I want that, to see the director's com- cut. She, yeah, we don't have it. Liv doesn't have an arc in that movie. That's I, my loser is her because she just kind of disappears. To, to from be history. fair, she doesn't have much of an arc in the movie that we saw either. <laughs> this movie does not pass <laughs> the Bechdel no, test. There's, there's a closure. There's a, and there's she has a conclusion agency in this one at least. Story. She's yeah. like, yeah, I'm divorcing his yeah. ass. Wouldn't it be great to see a parallel yeah. movie from her perspective and it's just about like living with an asshole husband that is like abandoning the family? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a, that'd be Yeah, I would love to see the other other perspectives of this yeah. of this film. Yeah, how about just from the or the the Polynesians who just have a bunch of white dudes show up and like we made it and they're like uh, okay oh uh, cool. what what did you invite them no I didn't invite them did you uh. no I just, uh, all right I um so far. All right. shall we get to our category they're killing us yeah yes, sure please. all right um so uh, let's start with who won the movie does anyone feel incredibly passionate about their choice and want to go first. Um, I, yes, I do. I think the winner is someone we haven't talked a whole lot about, um, Bent. Yeah. He's also my guy. Okay. He won the movie because he got to Polynesia Mm -hmm. and was like, you know what? I'm gonna stick around. This is my life now. Oh yeah. That's true. He he was like, Hey, I can, I can join your, your, uh, your expedition. I've got these skills. Mm -hmm. And then it got him to the rest of his life. You know, it's, I think, 
I think he had a very awesome character just as a person. And then mm-hmm. a, a, his storyline, I think, yeah, I think I, he won for me. He was one yeah. of the winners. And he, um, uh, so uh, remind me how he en- uh, ended up living there uh, for the rest of his life. He, he became, he became the, the Swedish Council General. Yeah. That's amazing. What a, yeah. what a great yeah. gig. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, like, awesome. not on probably a lot of, like, diplomatic, like, workload between, <laughs> you know, Polynesia no. and, and, and Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, w- uh, you know, make the job that you want. There probably wasn't a <laughs> yeah. post previously. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, uh, I'll just make a job. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. How about, uh, John, uh, who do you have as winning the movie? So I- I'd say the uh, the director and the Norwegian Screen Actors Guild. Because mm-hmm. they managed to find another <laughs> movie full of Norwegians, just chock full of Norwegians, uh, and yep. that is that is great. And it was a you know popular movie. I mean, it got some theater mm-hmm. play. It's on Netflix. It, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, well done. Yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. It, it, it's it is enjoyable. Yeah. I feel I feel bad. Like I feel whenever we talk do these movies, we kind of like pick and make fun of a lot of stuff. But but I mean. Truly, like I loved this movie. Oh, yeah, I, I had yeah, a great, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very enjoyable for sure. Uh, I'm going to jump on and I, and also say that yeah. my guy, uh, excuse me, not my guy. The who won the movie was the director, so Joachim Renning. Um, he uh, for mm. the same reasons that John mentioned, but also because I don't know if you saw this was the highest grossing Norwegian movie. I think is still to date. It was first Max Manus, also directed by him, mm. followed by this. You know, short only a few years wow. later. Yep. And it helped launch yeah. his career in the international market. He went on to direct one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and one of the uh, oh, Maleficent wow. movies with Angelina Whoa. Jolie. So this oh. really, uh, really opened things up for him. So I'd say he definitely that's awesome. won. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Gura, that's, that's so cool. <laughs> Girl, who do you have who's winning the movie? Um, it's a concept, and it is the concept of whatever personality trait is responsible for the, all of these guys having a complete disregard for life and safety <laughs> reckless, <it is laughs> reckless abandon, abandon. That's an idea. and it is and it is so far from my own personality yeah. that i don't get it i respect it yeah. i totally do it's great we learned some stuff <laughs> i cannot fathom that this is a yeah because it didn't like prove like yeah. oh my god all of our work like you know how unlike what the other what the what that american says earlier in the movie that every schoolboy knows that polynesia <laughs> was was populated from asia yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like we all learned that and but I'm like, like we, we could have just waited that. 30 years we would have ancestry.com we could have figured it out that way like <laughs> it's about it's about the friends we made along the way no <laughs> okay <laughs> no the, it, it is, it's that, it, it, what I got from the movie was that it was that post-war, hey, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of young guys who are, you know, yep. fresh out of a, a, a war and mm-hmm. are filled with mm-hmm. vigor and mm-hmm. adventure mm-hmm. and misguided, for sure. And they all, they have a complete lack of uh, respect for human life and dignity <laughs> and all that kind of good stuff. But, but uh, it was yeah. the thing to do. Yeah, why not? Um, who do you guys have as losing the movie? Uh, I think, Kevin, you already hinted at whose yours was. Liv. Yeah. She lost. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Better. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. All right, John. <laughs> uh, I have Herman Watzinger because the real one was mm-hmm. nothing like as cowardly or doubtful as the one in the film. Mm-hmm. They tarnished mm-hmm. his memory. Yep. Uh, complete ditto from me. Uh, same for me, yep. actually. Poor Herman. Justice for Herman. Yeah. 
Also, mm. my my fear of water also lost a little bit because it now got way worse after one. <laughs> oh no! Oh we're not, no! We're not getting in a we're not getting in any kind of water that has fish with teeth. Nope. Well, uh, I got good news for you, girl. You're yeah. not allowed to leave the apartment. <laughs> so. Um. Uh. All right. I, I believe uh, Kevin already told us who his guy was. Um. John, who is your guy? My guy. Yep. My guy is the like u.s military guy towards the beginning yeah. who wants them to test the shark repellent yeah because he's thinking to himself yeah these guys are probably gonna die but let's get some good data if we can <laughs> and and, <laughs> and the actual truth of that um they had actually uh uh tor had visited the pentagon in, yeah. when he was in the u.s before even going down to peru and he got some buy-in from the army and mm-hmm. so I don't know about the shark repellent, but they test they got they had army field rations with them and tested them, they because I guess no one else would possibly want to live on these things for you know, <laughs> for a hundred days. Right. So that actually happened, kind of. That's fantastic. That's the scene with with Bench and the one of the shark scenes where Bench uh, <laughs> at the end throws, throws the tomato soup yep. in yep. the water, and they're like, "That's fantastic. Wait, that's tomato soup. What happened to the shark repellent?" Yep. I guess we ate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, my guy, that was a great moment. My guy was, I think I already hinted at this, was uh, the Dane Peter Frouchen. Um, I just think mm-hmm. he's in there for one scene for 90 seconds, and he's just, just throwing 100-mile-an-hour 100, 100 fastballs through the entire scene. Yes, it and is. Him, and I just that is true. I fucking love that energy. Um Gero, who's your guy? That was awesome. Uh, my guy is, um, can't remember the name, but one of the two radio operators, the one who wrestled the shark. Oh, Knut. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Knut. Yep, yep, yep. He was pretty baller. Hey, After yep. killing a bunch of Nazis and then went out and did and this and then killed some, some sharks. And then jumps in yep. to save Herman, which it didn't really have. Uh, all oh, yeah. Of it. Just, all of it. Just Swims in. through shark-infested water. Yep. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, guys. He's a badass. As we do for every television episode or movie, we like to rate things now on a six-point scale, uh, as we've altered from mm-hmm. last time. Mm-hmm. So, I was thinking about what object to pick, and I think some of you guys, you guys actually just beat me to it. I, I say, when you're traveling on a 101-day journey across the Pacific, you want to find enjoyment in the little things that bring you joy. This could be the mm-hmm. music from a guitar, playing cards with a traveling companion, but Nothing is better than enjoying a nice, tasty meal together. So with that, we are going to be rating today's episode on a scale of one to six packets of tomato-flavored shark repellent. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently it must have tasted good enough. Ah, that's great. So, yeah. Uh, it tastes, yep. <laughs> that was a great, that uh, was such a good oh, bit. Man. Like, oh, I guess, I guess we ate I it. guess we ate the shark repellent. So, so someone fill out that form and send that back to the Pentagon. Don't know if it works, but it tastes great. So um, does anyone want to go first and give their rating on a scale of one to six packets of tomato-flavored shark repellent? Silence. I, I will go ahead and say that I give this movie five packets of tomato-flavored shark repellent. Uh, I found it very, very enjoyable. Uh and it, our version was it was as Kevin said a tight ninety minutes, so it was like a really you know a kind of a happy, uplifting, mm-hmm. good thing to watch, especially in these times of Corona. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it was nice to see people interacting with each other. Um, you know, it wasn't 
a perfect movie. It didn't get mm-hmm. a six, but uh, but it was. I, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I'm gonna go with four. I'm gonna go with four and a half packets of tomato flavored shark repellent. Um, it started out as like I watched. So I watched it one time. Um, and I was, uh, I was kind of drunk when I watched it, so I didn't really get a whole lot. Um, but the second time I watched it, I was taking notes and sober and all that good stuff. Um, and, uh, uh, oh, where my train of thought just derailed. Um, oh, we, it, it, the way that it, he, they, the way that Herman was, was portrayed, mm-hmm. I like did, did some research in the middle of watching it the second time mm-hmm. and then realized that he, this was this, a major yeah. character shift. I think that brought. That, that that was a, a disservice to mm-hmm. the character. I, I get the whole thing of, you know, changing someone's personality or creating dramatic tension or, or you know, ma- creating dynamics on a very, uh, you know, plas- uh, you know uh, not a dynamic space. Yeah. So I get it. I think they went too far. Otherwise, it would be a five or maybe even a five and a half. Mm-hmm. Girl. But yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it. I am joining uh, John and giving five packets of tomato-flavored shark repellent. Um, I really enjoyed the movie, even mm-hmm. though these uh, guys are very different from how I would act in the situation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it gave me anxiety. Mm-hmm. It, no, it's it's a great movie. And, it like, I remember I remember learning about this when I was a kid. Like, it is a, an amazing story. Also, oh, one more thing we didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, how... Uh, the actor who played uh, Thor it was uh, Paul Sveta Hagen, um, and he had a very mm-hmm. good English accent as he spoke. I mean, obviously he sounded Norwegian, but Gero, I believe ha- the real Thor Heyerdahl. Well, he was. I think he was kind of known for having great vocabulary, but like a really good... and then yeah, the most awful pronunciation what, guys go and watch the documentary um on youtube and you'll hear he sounds yeah. quite goofy when you hear the real, <laughs> oh the real voice of the guy um but i cannot wait i uh, i am uh, we're all on the it looks like we're on the same wavelength i'm gonna give it five out of six packets of uh, tomato flavored shark repellent um i thought it was a great story mm. i had a lot of fun i thought it was beautiful i thought it was very well executed I I never I, I mm-hmm. felt like yes. they were really out there. I felt that the CGI and and all of the shots being out in the water really did feel authentic, um, which increased mm-hmm. my anxiety when when I felt I was supposed to. I liked all the characters. Um, the only thing that's holding me back is again the portrayal of Liv, um, which I thought was kind of weak and didn't have much to do, and and the real life things that they had to pivot away from Herman. But I do like a good story that is. Where the villain, there's no villain in this. There's there's nature. Like there, it's it's yeah. a bunch of guys. Yeah. You know, and, and sure, yeah. there's tension between all of them about how to best do a thing, but they're all moving towards the same goal, and they're just trying to overcome the elements. And um, I, I I just had a really fun time with the movie. So I'm gonna give it five out of six. All right. And now Very uh, cool. that uh, nice. that ends this uh, our coverage of this this film. So we're gonna have to move on to something else. I. <laughs> personally have one movie that i would like to do next and it's not the one that yeah. Giro wants to do oh i really want to do oh. headhunters <laughs> can we oh yeah can yeah yeah, yeah. Can, Giro, can we let's I, let's do headhunters i really want to do that sure so uh yeah so wait wait Giro, what what is your reservation about headhunters oh no she likes headhunters but i believe there was another movie she wants to cover i want to do the the nazi oh. zombies i want to do dead snow 
Which should which which one do you guys want to do next? Dead Snow, a uh, Nazi zombie movie, or Headhunters, a thriller where Axel Henney is uh, attacked by Jamie Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Ooh, I I want to see. Oh, I'm sorry, Norway. I want to see Headhunters first, and then I want to see the. the okay, the good. Nazi all right, movie. that's the order. We're gonna do Headhunters, then we're gonna do Dead Snow. All, all right. right. All, all right, right, we got this. Okay, cool. Um, if anyone has any feedback they'd like to give us, you can uh, send us an email at podfornorga uh, uh, at gmail.com. Uh, I believe we had a jingle that Kevin improvised on the spot on how to spell that last time, which uh, I was a big fan of. Uh, oh, yeah, I should probably yeah, I should probably cut that in and like insert it right or here. P-O-D-F-O-R-N-O-R-G-E. Um, so yeah, that's uh, podfornorga at gmail.com. And uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see everybody for our next time when we're covering Headhunters. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. S- stay safe yeah. out there, everyone. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. Stay safe. All right. Bye. Stay alive. Bye. Bye.